Welcome to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. If you are a business owner or entrepreneur looking to have a thriving business, you've come to the right place. We cover the best marketing, growth, and business tips sprinkled with a little bit of mindset to keep you motivated. Do you know what system stands for? Save yourself time, energy, and money. Today, I have a guest with me, and we are going to get into the simple secrets to using systems to help grow your business. Hi, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am really excited to have with me Liz Ilg of Liz Ilg Consulting. Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. Doing the, I, I love having these conversations. I always get a ton of value from it. And uh, yeah, I've selfishly, I have been looking forward to this conversation because I'm a systems person. So um, have you ever heard of the Apex Profile? Yeah. Okay. So um, Apex Profile, for those people that have never heard of it, it is similar to a personality assessment, but it's more um, what you're like as a business leader manager and and they break things down into three categories product systems market focused so product i love the product putting out a great product or service more customer service very tactical then you've got the system side of it where i fall you know processes procedures efficiencies those types of things and then market is your visionary strategic type leader so uh and and the, the apex profile weights where you are in each of those categories. I'm heavily systems and then market is shortly behind that. So I can't wait to get into this. Um, before we do, tell us a little bit about what you do at Lizzo Consulting and how you help businesses. Yeah, awesome, thank you. Um, so I started my consulting business about two years ago. I did not think I was going to have a consulting business. That was never a, a goal of mine, um, but it definitely is a large passion of mine. I literally got into this business because I started publicly speaking about taking business risk. And why is that topic important to me? I have five brick and mortar locations that I started in 2013. So I've grown in, um, I've now owned the, the, the businesses for seven years, but I was able to scale and grow to five locations in five years. Um, I started out when I was 27 years old. I had no business even looking to buy a business. I was, I had so much debt. Um, I had put myself through undergrad and my master's degree. And I was like, I don't want to work for the man anymore. I literally want to do something that I'm super passionate about. And that was pets and has, is still continued uh, to have pets. Hence my background here. I have five, um, five uh, small chihuahuas. And it was one of those things where I, I had a hobby as a pet sitter and I'm like, hey, I would love to get into an industry that's in similar service and pro, you know product. And I decided to buy a pet grooming um, location, small mom and pop. It was 450 square feet. I knew nothing about grooming, nor do I groom to this day, but I literally bought it on a business model that I thought that I could take over the market. And that's exactly what I did is I started doing all of the things, creating systems and processes and really learning like what my secret sauce was to my business. And I started growing and I will never forget the day 
I had two locations and I was driving from the first storefront to the second storefront and two managers called me at the exact same time with the exact same problem. And in that very moment, I actually started crying because I did not set up my business for growth and for it to able to scale. And I didn't create systems. So they were literally relying on me to give them every process and procedure when they called me phone. Yeah. So I built a successful business, but behind the scenes, there was a lot of craziness going on because I literally did not prepare them. I did not empower them with information. I didn't empower them with process and procedures and all wrapped up in a bow into a system. So I literally started taking questions from them for one year. This was 2016 to 2017. And I wrote every question that they called me about or asked me about. And little did I know, I was building a standard operating procedure manual for my business. So I literally had documents of documents. And I have a technical writing skill. And that's really one thing that's really important when you're building process and procedures is not to have word vomit. I always say we like to explain why for things. When you're creating systems, you don't explain your why. And you are very frank with what exactly you need you know, to be done. So that's where when I started publicly speaking about taking risks that I did in the past, people were coming up to me after and saying, I want to grow and scale my business like you have. What have you done? And at the time, I was like, I just did it. So I went home to my husband that night and I was like, people keep asking me every time if I can help them. And he's like, and I'm like, I don't know what's unique about me. He's like, you literally know how to create systems. Like you literally have a business that you can step out of now and not be an active participant while revenue keeps coming in and your people are happy and you really are fueling your whole company through systems. So that's really the story. So that's where two years ago I started my consulting business, just helping, you know, one business owner at a time. And from there, it's been able to grow and scale. And now I'm really doing the same business model that I did for Puff and Fluff is creating systems of how things are run so that Mm -hmm. I only have to do certain things within my business now. I love that. I want to pull something out here and because I think it's really, really important. If you do not have systems in your business, you basically have created a job for yourself as an owner. You can, your sis, your business is dependent on you to operate. And, and frankly, when you have a business like that, the value of it is very low. If you can pull yourself out and put systems in place so that it's not dependent on you, you have a much more valuable business. And frankly, you have, your life is going to be that much easier. So that's a really, really important point. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of stealing, stealing our first question here, right? Why are systems important for business owners? There are others. What, what do you have to share there, Liz? Yeah. So systems are so important because as business owners, wherever you're at in your business, you might, you might want to be the be all, right? You want to be all the decisions, but the thing that you don't realize is the moment you actually step out and take a different role in your business the possibilities of how you can grow and scale are really endless. So there was a part where I was like, oh my God, I have built such a successful business that it doesn't need me. That was kind of a freaky thing for me, right? (laughs) I was like, 
I'm not needed now. Like that's a little scary. But the moment I removed myself from it, I was like, oh, I now am the visionary of my business. I can now be the investor of my you know, business and start acquiring more locations, which I did. And so it literally wasn't that I didn't have anything to do. I actually had more opportunity in front of me from a revenue standpoint, but also an opportunity standpoint. And systems are just so important for business owners because it literally is a playbook for how you run your business. And like you just said, it gives you opportunity. At any moment, you could sell your business if you can if you can give somebody else the information of how to run your business, the value of your business changes. And most importantly, I believe it empowers the other people that work alongside of you to know exactly what you want. Like if you don't have systems, you are not empowering other people. And as a business owner, like I went through all of those emotions of not empowering people and feeling really, really awful about it because yeah. I had people that didn't want to work for my company because I wasn't giving them the information they needed to actually be successful at their job. Yeah. It's, um, do you think that it's easier to hire and onboard employees as well? Oh, a hundred percent. Like literally now I used to like have people like train for like a month. Now it's like train one week. I have it literally itemized on everything they learn, how they need to learn it. And, you know, I always tell business owners, when you are hiring somebody, the most important question you can ask them is how do they learn? Because you can't just put a playbook in front of them and say, Hey, here you go. If they need a different type of visual, like a video. So yeah. when you're also building your systems, you know, for, for a training aspect of your business, you also have to be very mindful of how people retain information and how people actually get information into their brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point, which then kind of leads us into this next question of how do you, how do you create systems within a business, especially for those of us that aren't system people, this may seem like a really daunting thing to do. Um, but I think in reality, it's, if you take it step by step, it's not as overwhelming as some people think. Yep. It goes back to this word vomit. We, we as humans love to justify ourselves and tell people why, no why with systems. It's literally how to refund a customer, right? All the steps, all the procedures, all the clickable links that you need, how you log in, how you access it, and so forth. And also, when, when you create systems, you have to break it down into chunks because I've had a lot of clients that have hired me because they literally open up a Word document and stare at a white screen and <laughs> don't even know what to start with. So um, I actually have a PDF downloadable on my website that will walk you through all the things in, in any type of business that you should identify. So some of those things are, what are your core values? What is your mission? What is your vision? What is your sales process? What is your onboarding process for a client look like, right? What is your exit procedure, right? How do you do payroll? Like there's literally, you can take all of these nuggets and decide what's more important to you. And I always tell people, identify something that's not working in your business. It's not working because you don't know how you want it done. And that also comes with discovery, right? You have to be able to look at something and say, okay, it's not working, but why is it not working? 
Is it because the business owner hasn't made a decision? A lot of the times it is. So a lot of the times the business owner just hasn't made a decision on how they want the system to run. So it's the business owner's responsibility to also be concrete in saying, this is how I want it done. Because as a business owner, I'm one, we can be a little wishy-washy based on situations. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, building systems, you can't be wishy-washy. You have to you have to feel very firm in your foundation. And that's why I always add the foundational elements of your business into a standard operating procedure because you have to start at the very beginning of your why. Yeah. Yeah. I also think you, you made a point about mission, vision, values, which I think is really important. You know, one of my mentors always talks about, you know, when your values are clear, your decisions are easy. Mm -hmm. And when you have systems in place that they take a lot of the guesswork out, but there are still times where people have to use their discretion and you have to empower employees. Mm -hmm. And when they know what the values are, it's so much easier to make the decision of what's what's the best decision, right? If I can compare it to my values and go, yep, yeah, this is with my values, yep, or the company values, yes, this is the right decision. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is a really, really important point that you bring up. Um, what about, so I, I start working on creating my systems. Um, and actually, let's take a step back. You talked about we learn different ways. So your, your, your systems, I'm guessing you need to have, they need to be written. They need to have maybe some screenshots. Maybe you have some screen capture videos, right? So you're, you're bringing in all the different elements, the different ways people learn so that, hey, if you want to watch a video, cool, here's the video. If you want to read it and see some screenshots, here it is, right? Is that, is that typically what you recommend? Yeah, I always say get it down on paper first because you can actually see it and analyze it. And then if you wanted to add a video to support it, you can like a screen share video. But yeah. I'll take I'll take my my pet grooming businesses for for instance. I have a written procedure of how we um how we communicate clearly when somebody first enters the building. Okay? But yeah. I can do a 1 minute video with me in it of me being the customer service rep representative and basically show somebody how I want it done. So my, my example is somebody comes to the front door, literally I almost get down on the ground. This is past, you know, past COVID or prior to COVID, right? When I had people come into my lobby, but you know, the, the, the pet owner wants you to greet the pet first and then the owner. And so I go through a one minute video of, how I would like it done. So yes, somebody can read it, but somebody can see it and literally see my expression on my face. And that's sometimes really, really important to point out of like, here's what my expectation is when we greet somebody at the door. Yeah. And so yes, we have what you need to say. And, and I also wanna also be very clear that yes, I have guidelines, but every person is unique and might put a nice spin to it, right? Like I'm not telling them to be robots, but I'm also saying that like, if one person went to one storefront and to the other, they should expect the same customer care. Yeah, it's the same experience. The communication may be a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, but you've got that script. Mm -hmm. And I think most people, you know, especially people that are in sales, right? Being scripted is good, but it's just a guideline. Mm -hmm. um, but it gives you something to follow that you can then make your own. Mm -hmm. um, so I love that. What Do you use any specific tools for screen capture or recommend any tools for that? Um, so I, we use Loom. So we okay. ask yeah. so do I. to go to do Loom. But if we're also doing a procedure, we'll actually do a screenshot of yeah. the image and then put it into the procedure as well. Yes, okay, yeah, awesome. Okay, awesome, this is so good to know. I'm doing some of this stuff right, I love it. Um, yeah, Loom is one of my favorite tools. I use it every single day. So it's L-O-O-M. It is so easy to use, um, highly recommend it. So I've got, I'm, I start putting my systems together, then I gotta, it, it's just on paper, you know? Um, doesn't do anything, I've got to implement it. So any, what tips do you have for business owners to successfully implement these systems once they, once they get them down on paper? Yeah, so the first part of implementation is getting it onto a platform that supports um, your team members to be able to search things. So there's a lot of different ones. Trainial is a great one. Um, they're actually a, a Phoenix, Arizona, um, the, the CEOs from here. And I also use Google Sites. So Google Sites, it comes with your G Suite account if you pay for one. And it's important to get it off a Word document because Word documents get confusing and yeah. you can't really see things well. So I always like to categorize my systems into access points. Should the whole team see this information or should the executive team see this information? And who has, who has access to the information? So you have to be able to separate it and understand which, which people within your team should see certain things. And then from there, I always encourage like a team meeting to really go over and really set the tone for how you're going to implement this. Because here's the thing, most, most businesses probably do some of the things that they wrote the systems on, but now it's, it gives people a foundation and a benchmark place to say, Hey, moving forward, this is our go-to playbook. And we, if we are going to implement a few of these things, or we've already implemented them, but it's, it's, it's a guidebook of, of how we do business. And yeah. It, you can stop calling me, <laughs> right? If you're the business owner, yes. you know, and, 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 and this isn't to say that you can't ask questions, but empower your people to look for the information, even for one or two minutes, because it's probably there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like that, that was my, that was my issue is I kept answering my phone for my people when they could go search something and not interrupt, you know, my time. Yeah. So it's, Getting it in, it's some, it's some, it's like a knowledge base type software, right? Yep, totally. Yeah. Okay. So if if people are looking for that, do a search for knowledge based software. Um, there's a ton of them out there. Um, I think it's just a matter of finding one that is easy enough for for a business owner to understand and and implement. Um, once you've implemented, who do you recommend? Who's the person that owns each particular process, right? Because sometimes, you know, our businesses evolve, right? Things change. We need to update these things. They're not static. Who do you recommend owns each of those individual processes? Yeah, so I always say divvy it up based on, you know, job responsibilities. So within my company, I have all of my managers at all of my storefronts 
manage the sites. Um, we also do um, audits once a year. And we go through, and as a team, we work together. So yes, I built it at the very beginning, but there's a lot to say about buy-in on yes. having everybody work as a team to say, hey, that process actually changed. We, we enhanced it because we actually thought that it should be done this way. That's, that's yeah. literally team buy-in, which is yeah. a beautiful thing. And they also feel empowered that they're building the more foundations of the company. Like you couldn't ask for something better. So I would definitely assign it into the wheelhouses. If there, if you have like an operational manager, that would be a great person to like make sure to spearhead. Human resources would be a, its own component. So it just really yeah. depends on like who your right-hand person is or if you're going to really create the kind of culture where we keep them up to date. Um, I do have to say that when whoever's writing them, you want to make sure that you keep the language. And that can be sometimes really challenging if you yeah. have many hands in it because I'm talking technical writing and we weren't learned technical writing in school, right? So yeah. not a lot of people actually know how to technically write and be very straight to the point. So in some companies, there might only be one person that has that skill trait. So in that case, all the people can send the information to that person and then that person can go in and, and upload. Because even for my company, I don't give the access points to edit, yeah. when it's not audit time because it's just not appropriate to just have anybody go in and edit. Yeah, so you wanna know what's being edited and updated, um, which I think is important, right? It gives you a certain level of control. But at the same time, I think it's really important for, for us as business owners to understand we don't have our, our feet on the ground on a daily basis. And as things change, I mean, our people know how these processes should be done better in a lot of cases than we do, especially if we're not doing it day in, day out. Totally. And, and I think that's like a powerful thing that you just said is it's literally empowering the other people that work, work alongside of you to help you enhance your business. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I always tell people, Hey, look, this is the process, but if you see that it can be done better, I want you to communicate that. Don't be afraid to, to say that this is, the, this is the starting point. It's not the end point. So yeah. communicate and let's continually iterate these so that they get better and better. So I love that. Liz, you you dropped some serious value bombs. So I really appreciate that. Um, and I hope people really understand how important systems are in your business. If you want to get off the treadmill as a business owner, you cannot do it without systems. So even if you're not a systems person, find a find somebody like Liz to help you do it, okay? Because you will never get off the treadmill. Um, so Liz, where can people learn more about you? Yeah, so my website is the best place to find me. Feel free to book a discovery call with me if you wanna just bounce out ideas of where you're at with your systems, you know, how I can help you. I mean, we I really take the homework and I take the secret sauce from the business, I learn the business and I create all the processes and procedures for my clients. And so that's really where you don't have to look at the white screen on a Word document and wonder what's next. 
I'm going to ask you, I'm going to queue you up with questions. You're going to give me the answers. And then I'm myself and my team are going to get to work and literally build out every process and procedure. And that can, that can start from 30 pages to a hundred pages. It depends on, you know, the intricate parts of each business. Um, I also live on Instagram um, and I can be found at Liz dot my last name, I L L G. And a lot of, I share a lot of fun tips on there and, and so forth. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to share. For those of you that are watching, listening, thank you for tuning in. Um, I am Tim Fitzpatrick with Rialto Marketing. If you are looking for clarity on where to focus your marketing efforts next, please just pop on over to our website, rialtomarketing.com. Hit the get a free consult button. I guarantee you will get a ton of value and you will leave knowing exactly where you need to focus right now based on where your business is at. So pop on over there. Remember, marketing your business shouldn't be a challenge. All you need is a plan. Till next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Rialto Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us and how we help businesses grow or simply check out the show notes, visit us on the web at www.rialtomarketing.com. That's www.rialtomarketing.com. Dot R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com.